Welcome back to the latest episode of Take Eating Back. I have a great guest today, a good buddy of mine. Although we only live about 20 minutes apart, we are both always busy, and I think we're busy not just with work, but always trying to better ourselves. Marcus Watts will be on today's episode talking about plant-based living. He's got a tremendous story. He's an awesome dude. He's basically me, but two feet taller and much darker skinned. <laughs> <laughs> and so we're like the I same. Veggies. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly Roz is trying to sabotage my podcast. What is she doing here? You just woke up. So I know you can't have this much energy because usually this time in the morning, she won't let me talk to her. So <laughs> yeah, It's interesting. You scheduled to do a podcast with me at this time. Well... I have to nail you down because you're just as busy with all your stuff. So we're coming off Thanksgiving. I wanted to talk to you a little bit about it before I get into my interview with the man, Marcus Watts. How was your Thanksgiving? It was wonderful. It was very relaxing. <laughs> so let, let's talk. Let's, you know, we had a great time. We went over to my mom's. They had a few crazy guests there, etc. <laughs> it's always interesting. I'm sure those of you listening have dealt with your family, your friends, co-workers that don't understand flexible eating, mm -hmm. but see what you're eating and then maybe give you like critique like, oh, that can't be healthy for you. All right, dude, you're 100 pounds overweight. Please <laughs> don't ever say that. But was, I don't remember that guy's name. Uh, I can't remember, but it was something like, oh, his name? I think it's Chuck. <laughs> Chuck, yeah. Chucky um, telling us that we're not healthy. Yeah, he's he was he was surprised by the size of your plate. <laughs> and I had to come home and eat more. And you actually only had one helping, but that's the funny thing. He actually went up and got seconds and he did the same with dessert. So although his original plate looked small, it's like by the time you add up every serving, he probably had like more than you. Well right, which was the difference. Like I knew exactly how much food I needed to eat, threw yeah. it on the scale on one plate, you know, kept tearing the scale, meaning uh -huh. like zeroing it out for the next food. Right. So when I came back to the table, it was this massive plate of turkey, potatoes, and veggies. But if you would have broken that down, it wouldn't have looked as mm -hmm. ginormous yeah. as the first time. Mm -hmm. And it's, it, it goes back to what we believe where we would tell people eating the right amount of food. Like I sat there, like he had no idea the amount of food he ate, but I sat there and knew exactly what I was putting on my plate. Yeah. Let's talk about your Thanksgiving, specifically your food. Yeah. Talk to me about it. How was your day? Um, it was pretty good. I, I actually don't remember what I had. I was, it was pretty good most of the day. I didn't really eat a lot. So did you save up purposely? I saved up, yeah, a fair amount. Um, did you load up on anything in the beginning? Protein, fat, carbs? Um, I had a little extra protein, yeah. Earlier in the day. Yeah, I um, I think we hit a workout and then I, I made a, a protein smoothie with some greens. That's right, that brutal workout. Yeah. That was I almost died that day. Okay. That was a day that like wiped it from my memory. And we had heavy front squats. Remember? Oh, yeah. oh, that was terrible. Yeah. And I came home after and just you were out of it, spaced out, totally, but. I felt fine. <laughs> I'm just getting so strong these you, days. You are good. I mean, let's let's talk about it. You were on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. 
And since then, you've continued to up your food. Yeah. So you've added more food. About how much are you at now? Um, 1580, I think. 1580 calories, obviously broken down into your macros. Yeah. What was your body weight? Did you weigh yourself this morning? 102. 102? How's that relative to the last few? It's down, right? Yeah, I'm down. So you're I going... went up a little bit. Like, I haven't been sleeping well. and I, I was not tracking super diligently for a couple of days around Thanksgiving. <laughs> so my weight's gone down, but also it's a combination of definitely getting stronger in the gym. Yeah, your PR, you're clean. Yeah. Your snatch. Mm-hmm. Banging out pull-ups easily now. Yeah. So would you accept a one to two pound weight gain in exchange for all of that performance? Yeah, definitely. So you're killing it. Does your ring still fit well? Yeah. <laughs> so, great Thanksgiving. Our first as an engaged couple. Yeah. How'd that feel? Very special. Well, I did, did it feel special? It felt normal to me. <laughs> it was just like a normal day. Just a normal... You know, we did, yeah. Except uh, I got the pecan pie, which I like. That's pecan pie for uh, you American <laughs> listeners. So, you know, and we said that how... So many to us, it was tip, it was truly just a normal day. Mm-hmm. Nothing. We're special in the fact that we had dinner with my parents and her, their family. We went over there early, hung out a little bit. Then we lay down on the couch while the adults stayed at the table. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you had said like because of the way we eat now, it's just a normal Thursday. Mm-hmm. There was really no, and I think in the flexible eating nation and on the membership site, others had the same sentiments like. Yeah, a year, two years, five years ago, it was like, let's go crazy today. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, cool, I'll have these tomorrow. I had them yesterday. Mm-hmm. Not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you agree? Yeah, totally. Definitely. I do agree. I love my food every day. Every day. My yep. waffles. You it's Waffle to... Wednesday. Oh, yes. uh, yeah. We're going to put some waffles. Are you making waffles for us? I think so. Now we've got all those different Kodiak cake flavors. I messed that waffle up the other day, huh? Um, pretty bad, yeah. Is that the worst waffle you've I ever had? I think you did that on purpose, so... Now I no longer have to make <laughs> now it. Now you no longer make it. You know, before we were engaged, I really put an effort in. You made breakfast every day. <laughs> now I'm like, oh, let me mess this up. <laughs> Wait a sec. Who just did the dishes? You did just do the dishes. Whose dishes were they? Mine. <laughs> you know what else? There was a bowl of chicken out last night. Oh, shoot. And had I not saw it... That's because you turned all the lights out in here. I didn't do a once around at the kitchen. Oh, I'm sorry. You were going to do a once around. Yeah. I'll leave the lights on from now on. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. By the fact that you were under the covers uh, asleep in bed, I assumed you were done for the night. So, <laughs> anyway, anyway, let's not turn this into a relationship. Yeah, yeah. Let's leave the domestic for later. The domestic disputes to ourselves. So, Waffle Wednesday, we'll put some waffles on. I got a phone call to hop on. I don't think you really heard my interview with Marcus, but you've heard me speaking about him (laughs) lately and in general. And you know how cool of a guy he is, so I'm hoping you're going to enjoy this as well. Anything, have you ever been plant-based or vegan, vegetarian? Um, I actually did do a week where I was trying to be vegetarian and I just felt so depleted. And this was prior to ever tracking macros. Well, I think this will be eye-opening for you to listen to this because, like, Marcus will tell you, you have to eat enough. Yeah. So chances are oh, you I'm were coming not. at it, right, the yeah. same way I had. And 
you you check out Marcus's stuff with me because I show it to you all the time. That massive amount of spaghetti that he ate the other day, mm. and the meat, the you know, the, not the meat, but the fake meat stuff that he's putting on it, you'd be feeling just fine. You'd yeah. be full. So I want to try a plant based week with you. We've done a clean eating cool. week. We've done an intermittent fasting week. We had discussed it. Yeah. But then after talking to Marcus, I'm fired up about it. So we should probably finish the. 20 pounds of meat we just bought <laughs> and that's in the refrigerator might not happen until the new year then. yeah so let's uh but let's plan on that week and we'll keep all of the listeners posted on it sounds good all right well i'm excited thanks Roz, for being on get to making those waffles honey i'm on it and uh coming up next my interview with marcus watts No one wears cotton shirts anymore, and no different than what you wear outside of the bed, why are you wearing them in bed with cotton sheets? Well, the good news is RemFit is changing the sleep game completely. I partnered with RemFit because I know sleep and recovery are important. You've heard me talk about nutrition's the foundation. Sleep and recovery is the next level up, and it's very close. And they are industry leaders in creating cool, clean, comfortable sleep environment. I love my RemFit bed. I love my RemFit sheets. Recently, I was having crazy allergies. Right, Roz? Yeah. Sneezing like a freaking lunatic all the time. My buddy Kev over at RemFit sent me these covers for my pillowcase. It's made a world of difference. My allergies. Did I sneeze at all? I haven't heard you sneeze in like two days now. Or making that weird throat noise that I make in the middle of the night. Oh, so disgusting. I, I credited it to RemFit. I credited it to my buddy Kev. Thanks for hooking me up. Check them out. RemFit.com. R-E-M-F-I-T.com. Use my code Ackerman15. That's Ackerman15. And you'll save... 15%. Get at it now, remfit.com. All right. Really excited because this has been a long time in the making for the two of us. Have Marcus Watts on the show, and I'm going to give him a quick introduction, and it will not do him justice, but bear with me. I met Marcus, hard to believe, almost two years ago when I moved to Florida, immediately drawn to him by his passion, which will come across during this interview, but you'll, you'll hear so much about him. Today we're going to focus on the fact that he's a plant-based athlete, and I say athlete, he's a crossfitter, a competitive crossfitter, strong, I try to keep this pretty clean, but you know, strong as what you guys know, and former very high-level basketball player, may have been considered professional, he'll tell us all about that, but the dude's well over 200 pounds, and he eats plants. So we're going to dispel some myths out there. I'm sure by the end of this, we're going to dive into some other things, but we've already discussed having backups on in the future. He lives about 20 minutes away, but we're doing this via FaceTime because we are both extremely busy. He runs a box. He trains. He takes care of his dog. He's an all-around badass guy. So welcome to the show, Marcus. Jason, hey, really, man, uh, truly appreciate you having me on. You know, like you said, it's been a long time coming. 
and uh, I'm really looking forward to just sharing this information that I've gathered. You know, like you, I mean, I feel like my whole athletic career, um, you know, from, you know, geez, junior high, high school on to professional and, you know, now, you know, running my own gym and things like that have just been this huge experiment and it's our job to pass that information on, you know, so, hey, I'm here, man. And that's one of the things, like I said, there's so much I can, I can literally have 20 different episodes all full on completely different topics with Marcus because aside from the fact that we look like complete opposites, we have so many similarities within from productivity to passion of fitness, nutrition, to just wanting to help others. If you know, We'll obviously give out all of the ways you can get in touch with him, but he's always looking to give back to the community and to, to help others grow. And so always. before we go further, may, correct me on any of that introduction. How, well, let's go, let me ask you a couple of questions. How tall are you? Yeah, sure. So I'm 6'8". 6'8", six, eight. Six, eight. Eight. and what do you weigh? Yeah. Two, right now I'm a, uh, about two, I'm a, just a little under 240, probably about 237. But um, I normally roll around now about uh, 240. Yeah, so I was on you know, your story. This is you know, going back probably a month. And you said something like, and I'm a big dude because you were talking about eating plants. And oh, I said, yeah. Jim, that's yeah, like, yeah, I always, you know, you know that, that's, I think, something else that did draw me to the whole plant-based thing, which is, you know, the same thing as, you know, what drew me to CrossFit, you know, and what drew me to eating paleo and what drew me to, you know, you know, um, pursue a, a career in professional sports people saying like you know that you can't do it or if you do it you can only do it this way and get these results so whenever I'm talking about being plant based or like what I eat or something like that I always like to throw in and I'm a big guy you know and I'm 6'8 and I'm 240 and you know I clean this much or I deadlift this much not to brag but it's just to show like and stand up for those people that are constantly fighting the battle of well you can't eat plants and be strong you know what I mean so um and, and yeah. that, that's slowly getting pushed aside with people like, I mean, you're one of them. There's, I mean, you have that buddy up here. I forget his name. He's on you know, social media, but he's jacked. Oh, my gosh. Brian. Yeah, Brian uh, Simeone. He's, man, another really great guy. He came to the old gym. Jeez. When we were still in our first year, he had, he had some lifting background. And uh, just walked in and said that he wanted to do CrossFit because he had a competition the next month. So he signed up for the comp. So he just <laughs> sign up and do CrossFit. Um, fast forward, this guy three years later, I think I've just seen him just back squatted 407 for five. Um, and, I mean, he's snatching, like, over, like, 260 now. And he actually started out a, another big experiment where uh, Brian was doing a project for class. And for some class that he was taking over at Florida Gulf Coast University, and he was experimenting going plant-based for 30 days. And then he saw such great results, he went, like, another 30. And that was now, like, two years ago. <laughs> so it was maybe even longer, almost, like, two and a half years ago. So it was, yeah, another really strong guy. You know, a bunch of other guys. You know, David Carter, who's the 300-pound uh, vegan defensive lineman in the NFL wow. who had a very hard time standing over, like, even 285, 295 when he was eating meat, made the change, lost like 40 pounds. His bench press went up like literally by like 20 reps. And then he figured out a way to maintain that weight and now is doing amazing things. And there's a, there's a ton of other resources that I'll, that I'll kind of provide. You know, Toy Washington, you know, some of these guys are plant-based um, bodybuilders. Garen, 
remind you who's actually in our area as well, another plant-based bodybuilder. Um, but yeah, I was like, yo, let me just see. And it just turned in, it started out as an experiment and it just, it hasn't stopped. And now I will say before we go on that there might be some people that are going to be like, well, do you, you all, you know, I've heard that you ate meat before. So I am plant-based. I do sometimes have eggs. Um, I don't eat fish anymore, but I love, I, I just love eggs. I always have since I was a kid. Um, so sometimes that's something that I'll still eat. I'm never going to say like I'm vegan. Um, but I am now getting deeper into like completely removing eggs. I pretty much completely removed fish. Um, and I'm also of a different type to where there are times when I'll introduce meat back into my diet. Like I'll try a wing or I'll say, all right, I'm going to try this chicken. I've done it like maybe three times in the last year and a half. And I'll just to see how my body responds, because that's another big thing about this test was, okay, I come from this Caribbean background. You know, I, I had this serious issue with the, the clots, and I'm sure we'll touch on that later. But when I take this out of my diet, what happens when I introduce it back in? That's something that's very big for people to do, food elimination. And what I've found is my body doesn't really respond at all. I don't have any issues when I have it out of my diet for so long, and I try it to any degree. Um, but I still don't want to eat. You know, I make the decision that that's not what I want to do, and, and so I've just been kind of staying on this path. Well, and I, and I like the fact that you're saying, hey, I'm I'm plant based. I'm not yeah, you're not yeah. defining yourself as a vegan, a vegetarian, a pescatarian, or anything else. You're plant based. You're not. It sounds to me, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. You're not doing it for ethical reasons or even health benefits. You're doing it because it started as a test for your body, and you basically like the results you got. Yeah, you know what? You know, it's it's kind of man. I, what I found is with a lot of people that are vegan or, or plant-based, they kind of go through the same little, uh, I, I guess kind of the, it's been like a roller coaster almost because it started out as just a hypothesis. All right, let me gain this information by running this test on myself. Here's my hypothesis. I'm going to now run the experiment. Um, and my, and my real goal was, you know, one to learn for the athletes. If, these people are doing it. Maybe there's something that I can take from it and I can give to my clients. I can give to my members. I can give to my athletes and they can pick apart what they enjoy from it and it'll help them somehow. The other side of that was, you know, I was, you know, for 16 months in, uh, in late 2013, I went down with uh, blood clots. I had two blood clots, um, one in my collarbone and one in my chest. Um, it actually had reached my lungs. So I was at, I was, you know, pulmonary embolism. Um, the only reason I knew was because my left arm swole up about four inches larger than my right arm. And at that time, I was not a good swole. That wasn't a yeah, good, not a, good. Yeah, it was not a good pump. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, at that time, I was very deep into training um, competitively for CrossFit. You know, like you said, uh, I my workout partner was Jeff Evans at the time. And I actually had Jeff Evans, uh, Telena Fortunato, Lauren Brooks, and um, a couple other athletes working out at my gym. And uh, they were like, what's wrong with your arm? And then I was like, oh, you know, no big deal. Um, that day, I PR'd my snatch at 102 at two, uh, two, 225 pounds. And let me, just, um, let me just interrupt for a second. First of all, you have to take into account how tall Marcus is when you hear that. that like, when you go on his social media, I always laugh that <laughs> his range of motion, he has to move his deadlift literally the distance I move my snatch. So, I mean, yeah. you're talking four times distance over time. That's ridiculous. And I think something else that gets overlooked, and maybe it's just me because I'm kind of in my own bubble, but you were really good, and you still are, don't get me wrong, 
but a high-level CrossFit athlete. So, I mean, you got sick, and you were what most people would define as, like, the picture of health. Yeah, man. It was it was really cr- – and, again, it, it, it's why I went so drastic to run this experiment was because, I mean, I was in the best shape I'd ever been in. I mean, like I said, that day I snacked 225, which for me was a huge deal. Um, I was powered – I powered something like 310. Um, I uh, was, like, just under – I was like just over like eight percent body fat, so I was pretty cut, and I was like about two twenty five. Um, and you know, I I ended up getting hospitalized hospitalized for this, and it blew my mind because I'm sitting in the hospital and I'm asking, you know, what's wrong? No one's telling me exactly what's going on. Um, they they started asking me about my diet, and I'll kind of dive into that a little bit. They're like, well, what's a normal day for eating like for you? And I go, well. I wake up, I have coffee with MCT oil and coconut oil. Um, I have about five to seven pieces of bacon. I cook my, I cook, <laughs> I cook seven to ten whole eggs <laughs> in bacon grease. Um, and I would normally have about a cup of sweet potatoes. I would have some type of green vegetable. Um, and they were looking at me and they were just like, and I was like, that's breakfast. I was like, normally my breakfast, my days would be really good as long as my breakfast were about 1,100 calories. I was very deep into tracking my macros. Actually, at that time, April Lowe, um, if any of you guys know her, she's a uh, CrossFit Masters athlete. She was doing my nutrition. Um, and they were like, that's impossible. And I was like, why? And they were like, because your HDLs are 97. And it, anything over 60, your HDLs are your healthy fats. Anything over 60 is considered, like, extremely healthy. So just imagine, mine were 97. So I'm dispelling a lot of myths right now. One, I eat whole eggs. I don't do that egg white shit. Um, why? Because that's where most of the protein is. Um, so the fact that I was eating the way I was and now I'm sitting in the hospital shredded and I'm in the hospital like with my shirt off because you can't do anything with your shirt off and CrossFit or with your shirt on and CrossFit. That's right. So, and they're, and they're like, you shouldn't be here, you know? And, and what really, really turned me, Jason, was when the doctor came in, the first the doctor didn't come for three days. I was in the hospital for about five days. The doctor didn't come for three days. I had no idea what was going on with me. And the first thing he did was want to pump me full of medication. And I said, okay, well, what are the, some of the side effects to this medication? He's like, well, you can't ingest. Um, if we give you vitamin K, it won't clot your blood, and you'll bleed out if you're in a major accident. I'm like thinking to myself, how is this, like, even an option, like, for me right now? You know? So the other option was to have me on Coumadin. Um, and and I, just, I just didn't like any of it. So I just started doing my research, and I kind of went my own path with it. And once I was able to train again, 16 months later, um, I was plant-based and I saw some amazing things happen. I actually snatched 245, like my first day back snatching. So how is that even possible when I was out for 16 months? The only thing I could do was some crossover symmetry for my shoulders and a bunch of assistance work for my hamstrings and hips. And I did some basic leg stuff and I just started squatting even though I wasn't cleared. And I snatched 225, I deadlifted 475. Um, I was like only 10 pounds under my all-time PR for front squat, which was like 340. And um, I seemed like I hadn't skipped the beat. My conditioning wasn't there, obviously, but it seemed like I hadn't skipped the beat. So, and that was only um, 40 days into being plant-based. And I was like, something's going on here. I mean, my warm-up time was almost non-existent. My, uh, my body didn't feel as beat up. I felt like I could just go for days. My soreness was down drastically, um, and I was just blown away with it. So 
Yeah, man, I've just kind of stuck with. There are a couple tricks that I use that I think a lot of people kind of miss. Um, like, they say that you should have greens, you know, three times a day, you know? Well, that's three servings of greens or of vegetables. Instead, because I knew that when I'd go plant-based that I wasn't going to be, it was going to be a lot harder for me to consume calories, um, or so I thought, I thought a good way to cut my cravings would be to just increase my greens. So I just doubled them. So instead of having three servings of greens a day, I would have like six to eight servings. So I'd just take, you know, two handfuls of kale or I'd catch salads made and I'd get, you know, two and a half handfuls and I'd find myself eating greens more and more throughout the day. So I literally went from eating meat to not eating meat. And I had no cravings, I had no drop off in energy, and my performance went up. And I really started to look into I'm like, what's going on here? Wait, wait, okay, so let's dive into this. I mean, your story is incredible. I didn't even realize you were out of training. So when I first met you, you were basically yeah. just coming back to training. Yeah, you know, when I, yeah, when I, when I met you, I was like just coming back. I wasn't fully cleared, but I was, I knew that I was on that path. So let's say I was out 16 months at about 13 months, 14 months, I started a basic lower body strength program that I kind of built myself. And what it was, was it was squatting, um, twice a week, two to three times a week. I would just build to a heavy. So I would just load up a bar. I would build to a five. I would build to a two. I would build to a three. I never built to a single. Um, I would throw in some pauses just for GP. And then I would, I would superset any time that I did. If I did a front squat or I did a back squat, I would then do some type of box squat, um, and I would change my stance. So I would go a sumo squat to a box at maybe just below 90 degrees or a close stance squat um, to just uh, below a quarter, and I would really overload, and I would change from front rack to back rack. And then I, every single day was a different stance, um, a different uh, grip, or a different positioning of the barbell, and then I also made sure every single day of squatting had some type of lunge, and that's when I started to notice I was getting stupid strong, because yeah. when I first came back, I could barely lunge with 135, I remember I was in Fort Lauderdale at a gym, and I was like, oh my gosh, like, this is, this is really bad, like, 185, I thought I was gonna die, fast forward to right before I'm back training now, uh, uh, about two months in, and I'm dropping I'm drop lunging 275 for sets of four. Um, and then that was when, again, I came back. I was cleared like the next month. And I'd just been doing lower body stuff two or three times a week, some rotator cuff work, and then eating plants. And just I'm just throwing up crazy weight. So For me, at least. Um, no, it's crazy weight for anybody. Yeah. It's, you, you put some serious weight up. But, um, okay, so let's do this. Someone's looking to get plant-based. You kind of threw out there one of your tips, but maybe let, let's educate people. And, and I'm asking because I've had this discussion with you. I wish I could be plant-based. And I don't wish, but, right, right. you know, I could. I'm lazy. It's easier to eat meat sometimes to yeah, get your protein. You, yeah, you know my background yeah. with macros. I know mm -hmm. it's possible. I'm lazy. That's really yeah. end of discussion. So – Let's just say someone wants to get started with it. What are maybe your top three tricks to being successful with it? All right. Well, the first thing is I completely identify with you because I struggled very much at first with I come from knowing exactly how much protein is in, you know, four ounces of ground turkey and measure being able to, you know, completely measure out a cup of nuts or, you know, a serving of nuts in my hand to 
now it was much harder for me to just on the fly be able to say, hey, this is how much I need. Right, this is, you know, this is the best source for me to get it. Um, now I started out. I'll, I'll kind of walk you through the process that I think people should go through, and then we'll talk about that. I started out back when I was playing pro ball. I was in South America, and I played with a guy that was about 36 years old, and he didn't eat red meat. That was the first time I'd ever started looking at that. Um, and we started eating no meat, just fish, three days a week in season, and I saw a big change. So that's really what I push people to: just take out the beef first. And then stick with the turkey, stick with the chicken, so, stick with the fish. Okay. And take out the chicken and the turkey. Okay, and so now let me, you're just let me, the fish and the eggs. Let me dumb it down. Let's talk at a five-year-old level for me. No red okay, meat cool. at first. So let's 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 give yep. these people a true plan. Okay, how long how okay, long cool. would you tell somebody, hey, try to cut out red meat? And obviously, kinda like I say with my nutrition plan, scalable. You need longer, take longer, you need less, take less. But what do you think is a good time frame? A hundred percent of what you just said is what I is the only way that I would suggest it. Oh, nice. Okay, if you cool. put this timetable on yourself and then you don't meet it, you feel like you failed. Right. And, and then you feel like you're starting over. Because I'll be like, listen, oh, I'll start next week. I'll start next week. Like, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So just let just listen to your body. If your body's telling you that it is tired, then you need more calories. Now, are you a fat-responding athlete? Like, do you need more um, fats? Like, I, I respond very well on a fat diet or do you need more carbohydrates you know or are carbohydrates carbohydrates is a vice for you and they lead you down a bad path but listen to your body take out the red meats first all right go ahead and increase your greens whatever your greens are go ahead and double them all right um so i have to start then, eating greens is what you're saying yeah just double yeah <laughs> at, at, at least double for yeah, me right? is still zero yeah. but that's fine yeah, okay, yeah, right? yeah you know increase your greens because those micronutrients are, are what's going to help keep your cravings now. When you have these cravings, that's not you just wanting them. That's your body telling you, hey, listen, we 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 lack these, we lack the calories, or we lack the micronutrients, or both. And because of that, we're gonna tell you to go eat that Snickers bar, to go eat that ice cream. Why? Because the influx of sugar or whatever's in it, the chocolate, the vanilla, whatever it might be, is gonna give you an influx of energy and your body's so smart that it knows that that's the fastest way that it can get it. So keeping your cravings down will keep you on your path um, to staying toward your goals for weight loss or performance. But increase your greens, take out the red meats. As you feel like you're adjusting, all right, then, okay, take out the red meats and go ahead and take out the chicken and take out the turkey. So still have your eggs, still have your fish. Now you're pretty much vegetarian, all right? Now, I do not have dairy. I have not had dairy for years. There are some really great plant-based options. I don't consume almond milk, but I do consume what's called Ripple, which is from Yellow Peas now. And it's, it's, if you like almond milk, you're going to not have a problem with Ripple. Um, it has 8 grams of protein per serving. Um, it has like twice the calcium of milk and like twice the omegas of milk. And it's from hand-picked Yellow Peas. You can get that at Target. It's called a Ripple. Um, I'll send you a link or something to that and you can post that to the show notes. But now you've taken out your milk, you've taken out your red meat, you've taken out the turkey, you've taken out the chicken. Now the last two things um, for going fully plant-based are the fish and the eggs. And again, like I said, that's prob- those are going to be – the fish will start to become a little bit easier as you're finding more of the higher-protein plants – and the eggs will be like the last thing because no matter what, eggs are just so easy to just crack open three eggs. You know that you've got 21 grams of protein. 
and you know what I'm saying that you've got your healthy fats and you're good to go. But um, yeah, that's why I go as far as making the making the progress from eliminating foods. And, and again, Jason, you gotta listen to your body. Right. If you're low energy, listen. I, I don't have low energy. Why? Because I'm eating yams. I'm eating sweet potatoes. I'm eating plantain. I'm eating rice. Um, which was so you know, um, paleo was so anti rice for so long, and now we're seeing kind of a swing come back around where people that are a, a lot higher output introducing it into their diet. We've kind of seen that. So I mean, I'm I'm good because a typical meal for me will be black beans um, or pinto beans, um, white rice. Uh, with avocado, diced tomatoes, and you can saute some onions and peppers. It's pretty much like Chipotle without all the any of the extra stuff um, added onto it. So that's a very cheap meal, first of all. And somebody people might say it's boring. I mean, there's tons of ways to, to kind of mash it up, but I don't really care about boring because all I care about is performance. So if you're if that's your problem, then there's tons of recipes for you to kind of make the adjustments. Yeah, I'm not, on board with you, know, you on just, that. It's like this is my fuel. I don't care. Yeah, exactly. So, but for those people that do have a problem, just look up the recipes. Um, but, and then, you know, just kind of going from there, you're, you know, it, you're going to have to listen to your body and experiment. If you've been eating strict paleo, don't just start throwing rice and, you know, beans in your diet, okay? Like, add in one thing at a time, you know, food elimination every 72 hours, you can add something in. Um, is that, I don't know if that, is that normally how you coach it. Yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm a huge proponent of what you're saying. Listen to your body. Give it a few days. Just, you know, because yeah. if you cut out red meat and you're used to having red meat every day and now all of a sudden you're tired, yeah, of course, you're making a change. It's like coming off of a drug. You don't feel great. Exactly. But that doesn't mean you immediately go kill a cow and eat meat. Yeah, ex- exactly. And, and this is where you have to be prepared for that. Again, if I'm increasing my greens, I'm increasing my water, Intake. Um, I'm making sure that I'm getting some vitamins. B12 is something that uh, that a lot of plant-based athletes, you know, the first thing that people say is <laughs> when I tell people that I don't eat meat, they're like, "Oh, well, you got to be careful with mercury poisoning." You know, you got you better be. And then I'm thinking like, "You worried about me having mercury poisoning? Like, I'm looking at what you're eating right now, and I'm pretty sure you should be more worried than I should about mercury poisoning." Right? <laughs> so, um, let, so let me ask you this: Great tips for the average person looking to get started. Right. A lot of these listeners are going to be involved in flexible eating in my program. Awesome. How? Yeah. How can you know? And and I'm I've tested a lot of theories myself with flexible eating from super clean eating, you know, no processed sugar, intermittent fasting. I try to just see how, like you, just test it because I don't want to tell them to do it without trying it. Well, I feel confident because. You've tried it, and you're someone I yeah. trust and believe in. So, so say they have their macros. Wh- where right. might they struggle? I think the first thing I'm hearing is, shit, my protein's going to be down. So you've given us yeah. some alternatives with this ripple. You know, obviously, like you said, right. you can still do eggs. You can still do fish. Yeah. I mean, I, I know in the past you've looked at your macros as well. So what would you say is going to be a struggle, and, and what are some tools here that they can use to help overcome that? Yeah, I think that for someone, if you're over, if you're, first off, a lot of people think that they need to consume a lot more protein than they actually need. Agree, um, agree. And, 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 and there's, and, and, and again, you know, I hear people say that sometimes when I would do some, you know, I would lay out some macros for somebody um, just to give them some, you know, 
some pillars, and they would be like, well, this is so different from what someone else did for me or someone else that's close to my size. I saw their macros, and their coach has them doing this. First off, those of you guys that, that work with Jason and work with other coaches, you need to understand that there are hundreds of ways to dice up your macros. There's a starting point, and then we're listening to your body. And what your body tells us it needs, that's where the adjustments are going to be made. I mean, some people, it's going to be easier because you're a fat, responsive athlete. For, for instance, when I, was, when I was at my leanest, when we're talking about when I got injured, <laughs> this is going to sound crazy. April Lowe had me on. I was training twice a day. Again, frequency of training, right? My sessions were about, you know, hour and a half to two hours, um, if not longer. 225 grams of protein. So that was one gram of protein per pound of uh, mass. Um, I had 225 grams of carbohydrates. So that was, again, one to one uh, of weight to carbs. And then 300, this is going to sound crazy, 330 grams of fat. Oh, that, was, that does. I mean, it's no wonder your body likes fat for energy. Exactly. Exactly. And that's just how I am. So I know that, I mean, I'll have carbs, but I like eating. I love eating paleo. I saw the best performance out of it. Um, so that's kind of something that showed me that. So if you're not that, then we need to adjust for you. So, and that can be in, if your energy's low, maybe we need to give you more protein. So you'll see people having more of like the, you know, 0. 0.7, 0. 0.8, upwards of like, you know, 1.2 you know, to even 1.5 grams of protein per pound of lean mass. And then mixing it up to where maybe we're going to keep your proteins a little lower because you don't like to eat as much protein, i.e. maybe there's a woman and they don't like to eat as large of portions, but it's much easier for us to give you more healthy fats and more carbohydrates, and the fats give you more calories, you know, per gram. Anyway, so, yeah, listening to your body, listening to what your body's telling you is going to be so important, and then adjusting from there. So if you're getting low energy or you're feeling like you're kind of bloated, then we got to look at, if you're bloated, we got to look at the foods that you're taking. All right, something's probably not agreeing with you. And if you are low energy, we got to find somewhere to give you more. But I would say for the athletes, you're talking about, I mean, you know, I'm killing rice. I'm killing the edamame pasta is a great option for, uh, not the carbs, excuse me, but for the protein. Like I was just telling you, that's like 25 grams per serving. And it's like less than 10 grams of carbohydrates. If I need high amounts of, of carbohydrates, the rice, everybody knows, you know, ranges what, like 45 to like 50 grams um, uh, per cup. So rice is, a, rice is one that, you know, uh, before training I would have. Um, and then afterwards, I'm trying to have uh, more, some type of different carb, more like I would probably go like sweet potatoes. Um, but at that time with a lot of your athletes, I mean, this is when I would be consuming like uh, instant oatmeal or I'd be consuming the Pop-Tarts. Because that, it was uh, grape juice was another really big one for me, um, because it gave me that sugar, got that blood sugar back up, um, and it tasted great, and I felt it was kind of like a reward after my training. That was a big one, because my post training is about 150 grams of carbohydrates. So I mean, now I don't really eat the pop tarts. I don't eat that stuff just because of the type of experiments that I run. But if you're on flexible eating, um, and as long as you're sticking to your regimen, then those are some good options. Um, for post-training. Now, are they vegan? Are they? No. Uh, so, uh, uh, again, that's why I'm not having them. But those were some examples of stuff that I that I would have. And there are a lot of options like that in the plant-based community um, where you can still get those uh, high, those, uh, excuse me, those dense carbohydrates in large amounts and still be guilt-free. I love it. I love it. And I think, 
all we're trying to do with this today, open the door, expand people's you know, knowledge base, horizons, etc., yeah. and say, look, if this is something you've wanted, try it. But you know, don't at least don't knock it if you're in the CrossFit world, bodybuilding, weightlifting, or you know, any sort of fitness world because you think it's not going to be good for you as far as getting bigger, stronger, faster, etc. Because like Marcus led this off with, and all I mean at this day and age, all it takes is a Google search of vegan and athletes, and you're seeing so many, so many. So yeah. people are getting started with it. I want to have you back on because, again, we didn't even dive into the fact that you've been in the CrossFit community for years, an ambassador down here in Southwest Florida, uh, so much stuff on productivity. But I think we've at least given people something to – you know, no pun intended, digest and consider when it comes to when it comes to becoming plant-based. So before you hop off, give us everything and anything you have where people can find you. Yeah, so um, on Instagram, um, at the Watts Guy, that's where you'll see some more of my, like, informational posts. Um, on Facebook, my Facebook page, same thing, uh, the Watts Guy. On Twitter, you'll kind of see some of my, uh, <laughs> some of my reckless, this banner, that's just, you'll see more of, like, a, the ins, my inside thoughts. That's not really where you're going to find any serious information. And then on Snapchat. On Snapchat, you'll, you know, it's just a view into my life, and I try to share a couple things. I've been moving more back toward the snaps or the Insta story. But, yeah, they can find me there. Um, and, 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 you know, the last thing I'll say, man, is, like, even if you don't want to go plant-based, some of these things are going to help you. Some of these foods that you might find are going to help you to whatever, you know, to kind of reach your goals, whatever they may be. And, uh, you know, just be open to learning. When you close yourself off and say that you know, and when you close yourself off and say that there's only one way to do it because some guy said that you can only get jacked by eating red meat and drinking milk because that's what men do, then you're going to, you're, you're already losing. And as a coach, you're doing your clients an injustice. I love it. And I can tell you guys that are listening, you're probably listening because you know me in some way, but Marcus, you know, if I motivate you, I promise you, Marcus motivates me, you know, and Ali, we were talking before we got online, you should have seen the spaghetti he was eating, whatever that meatless product you put on it, and, you know, he's always putting up, whether it's great videos of him moving weight in the garage, you know, uh, videos of his athletes at the box, he's at CrossFit Estero, or, you know, just... So, like, just positive stuff. So, certainly someone you want to check out. A guy that leads by example, and I think it'll motivate you to at least, look, try it for a week. I, I think that's really, if we were going to leave anybody with anything about this, and, I, and I'm going to give it a try. I, gotta, I just went grocery shopping, so I have to eat some of the food I bought. But then yeah, yeah. I want to give it a week. I want to really see how my body feels. And, and it's going to be a challenge. I know it, but... You, you got to try it because what's to say I'm not going to look, feel, and perform better than I am. Sounds good, man. Yeah, and, I'll, and, and if people want it, man, let me know. Uh, I'll do a little grocery shop video for you guys and maybe lay out some of the top foods that I suggest to kind of help you on the path. But, yeah, guys, stay out there, man. Stay awake. You know what I mean? Love so, it. So um, I, love, I love everything you're doing, Jason. Thank you so much for having me on. I truly appreciate it. Thank you. I will definitely be getting you on this show again. Thank you very much, man. All right, I'll talk to you later. All right, take it easy.